Hello, readers, and welcome back to the Novel Society, where we have had multiple technical difficulties this afternoon. <laughs> Slash evening. Slash evening. Yeah. I keep forgetting the time zones. It's going to be so nice to move back to the East Coast and be on the same time zone with everybody else. Yeah, nice. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, that's the only highlight that I have, other than I actually finished the book, even though you two didn't. It's because you were you were ready so to relieved. yeah you were ready to to be done with it at that point like at one point too I started trying to listen to the audiobook and I was just like this is even worse I gotta turn this shit off <laughs> I was gonna keep reading but then I didn't know if you guys were gonna keep reading so I was like oh, let me just well yeah because when you guys texted me last night I was like oh okay well they want to be done too so let me just hurry up and just get this shit done I was confused because. You said you wanted to finish it, but then Steph said she read up to 26, and I was like, okay. Yeah, because we kept talking about we wanted to finish Communication. <laughs> we wanted to finish it, but I get, I wanted to confirm with everyone, like, are we going to finish it? You know, because then it messes up the theories if one did and the other. We others, haven't had any theories you know. with this what book. Theories? Yeah. What theories? What theories? <laughs> she said, what theories? There are no Not theories. There's no making sense of it. Not at all. Oh. oh, don't forget to follow us on social media at the Novel Society Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok, um, Novel Society Pod on Twitter. Yes. So what we did do, you guys, is we read chapters 21 through 26. I have to admit again, I'm probably going to need help filling in the gaps because I <laughs> skip chunks of paragraphs. You know how they have those um those competition eaters? And they don't like chew. They just shove in their mouth. And so that's what I did for this book. I obtained no information. <laughs> you know, they wet their food and then swallow, right? I didn't wet the book. <laughs> that's, but, um... that's legit how they do it. <laughs> they wet the food. Wait a minute. That's even more disgusting. Yeah. Don't ever watch those videos because it's it's really it's really hard to. Um, it's like, how do you eat just because after that? Anywho. <laughs> Let's get started. Yeah. <laughs> ah, I guess. Chapter 21. Thin takes Brie away from the festivities into a cabin in the woods. And like, oh, this is real interesting if he turns out like to try to kill her. But we know that's not going to happen. Um, he takes her to the cabin. Apparently, it's a cabin that his mom gave him way back when as his escape from reality. And it sounded real Akamoff to me. Mm-hmm. You thought Akamoff? I sat there and I was like, he pulled the Luke. He gave this bitch a whole house. Ah, <laughs> it was like, yeah, I didn't even think about yeah. it like that. Oh, I was like, he pulled a Luke and gave this bitch a whole house and said, it's yours. He did. To which she's like, you can't give me your home. And where will you go? And you won't have a home. All types of gushy shit that I don't fucking have time for. We do get some really interesting information about, is it Isabel or Isabella? Isabel. Isabel. Okay. Yeah. We get interesting information about his late wife, Isabel. The changeling story we already knew about, but um, we find out how she actually died. So he didn't kill her to like sacrifice and take her life force. They were going to bond. And the night that they bonded, they didn't know that the curse had happened and she died in his arms. I was like, okay, that was really fucked up. Like that actually made me feel something. That's the first thing I felt in this entire book. Mm-hmm. Very PTSD. It explains a lot as far as like his behavior goes. Why he didn't want to bond with her immediately. Yeah, like he was just, he had so many opportunities to do so much, whether it was 
to to convince her to do things, to bond and other stuff, just for his own agenda, period. He had so many opportunities and he just abstained from it. But now it makes more sense where he was really struggling separating his relationship with Isabel and his relationship with Bree. And he talked yeah. about that and how that affected him. I think that was like, again, the realest moment in this whole book that actually made me feel something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's coming from Finn, which no surprise. He's probably the most realist character in this whole book. Yeah. Besides Misha. Mm-hmm. I love Misha. We, bitch, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I will say this conversation did take an annoying turn. Bree says on page 330, and I quote, well, maybe you didn't realize that I was in love with Bash because I never really was. Oh my gosh, yes. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay, I would say the epitome of these chapters is her all of a sudden backtracking Yes, her feelings for this man and then also being all of a sudden all about Finn. Right, like when the fuck did that happen? Like you were the one I really wanted all along. The fuck? Since when? <laughs> and. I really struggled with that. I, I'm not going to lie. Even when there were parts where there was more intense romance of what we were pining for in the last book, it just, it didn't hit the same. Yeah. Because she wasn't being, in my eyes, real with herself. She wasn't being honest. And the fact that he was eating it up, but then a part of me also feels like he he had that doubt, but he doesn't want to hurt her. She's he, in his eyes, he's like, oh, she's going through so much too. He's just trying to, he's comforting her in all these chapters. That's all he's doing. Right. So let me get this right. You're you're falling in love with another person who is making you feel safe and comfortable. Mm-hmm. Again. Again. Because that's her thing, apparently. Like I. She has a type. <laughs> she has a type. <laughs> yeah, she does. Uh, but that just, that really annoyed me because it's like you were undeniably, unconditionably, irrevocably. Yes, Twilight. In love. Even after he manipulated you, you were just like, oh, I can't believe he did this to me. But my heart, I still love him. I still care about him. <laughs> and now all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm done with this dick. Like, <laughs> bitch, what? what? <laughs> but, you know, it's true. Uh, that's all the notes I had for chapter 21. I don't have anything else. No, no. Uh, yeah, 22. <laughs> <laughs> we move on to 22. Yeah. 22. The next morning, Finn walks in on her in her room. And of course, she's butt ass naked. And I'm just like, I I want, I want so much to enjoy this delicious sexual tension. I want it. And I just can't have it. He does. I do respect him for this. He tells her that he doesn't want her while she's bonded to somebody else, which I completely understand. See, this is why we like Finn as a character. It's more realistic. It's more believable. Like, he's like, listen, you know, I I admit that I do have feelings for you, but I'm not willing to compromise, you know, dignity and respect just because I want to fuck you, essentially. Like, Which is funny (laughs) because (laughs) later down the line. Uh, But yeah, as of right now. Right now. As of right now. (laughs) As of right now. Yeah. But that was also different. Uh, but I think it was also because he was like, you know, this is going to mean something yeah. to me. Like, the, yeah. and while you're bonded, it kind of takes away from that specialness. And and I think there was a point where he was like doubting, like, do we feel the same way about this? Like, is it going to feel special for you too? Even though you're like, you're not sweating this whole I'm bonded thing. 
they do finally go see the high priestess. Yes. Alexi has a real way of writing her characters who are supposed to be like bitchy and mean and stuff like that and making them kind of seem like very one dimensional. Yeah. Which I also don't like. And uh, of course, the priestess who is Juliana's mama. Yes. Has this whole monologue. She's like, you were supposed to marry my daughter. And who is this piece of human filth trash? She's not human anymore, but okay, go off, sis. And I refuse to open the portal for you. And then all of a sudden, that's magically, like, handled because she took an oath. And so she refused her oath, and now she's killed. And I'm just like, everything is laid out way too neat here. They could have left her out the picture, <laughs> to be honest. If, you was just, if she was, yeah. was going to have her monologue, and then you was just going to kill her two seconds later, you could have just left her alone. You know what? I actually liked that scene. I just wish it was flushed out more to a more complicated where we can really appreciate that moment. Like maybe if she gave them like a hard time, gave them some obstacles. And then when she finally dies in this way, it would have been so much more like, oh, you know? Yeah. She appeared through some verbal jabs at them. And then, ah, oh, because you refused to open the portal, she died. And she had so much potential as a villain. And that was something we talked about a few episodes ago where we were like, Where's the villains in this? You know, we first thought it was the queen. Still, where the fuck she at? You know, like, we're still waiting for those complicated characters to come in and really, you know, take over the story. Right. And then it was just like a womp, womp, womp. Correct. Yes. Once again, you have disappointed me. And I don't even know why I'm I'm still looking <laughs> for stuff to, like, maybe redeem this book. And it, it's not going to happen. So after that waste of time... <laughs> Uh, we, <laughs> the priestess, after she's dying or whatever, is taken over by some type of entity. And they basically confirm that Brie is child of Mab or descendant of Mab, blah, 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 blah. And Finn is her tethered, which we kind of already figured out. But thanks for throwing it out there again. <laughs> it's the buildup to it. It's one thing to write it in a way where it's suspected, but not... Obvious. Yeah, exactly. And then it's another way of writing it the way she has, where we already knew this two, three chapters back. So for her to sit there and confirm in this chapter is not a revelation. It doesn't sit and make me like, oh my God, I knew it. Like, literally, you're just like, okay. And I feel like not just with her or this genre of fantasy especially i really feel like you really have a hard time being original especially mm -hmm. when you know there are reoccurring tropes and you know so many people do their own spin-offs on different aspects of fantasy stories you there's so much to expect you know and there's so much it, it's hard for you to come in and and be original and surprise your readers and i really felt like she was at a disadvantage because most of this story, if not all of it, is very similar to almost every other popular book that is out there, you yeah. know. And I don't know. I kind of feel like, again, like we talked about, is it her or is it the publishers? But they should have expected this reaction from readers, you know. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. It's unfortunate because there were some aspects in this book that could have really been done really well if they were fleshed out better. But they kind of just stuck to some template that we don't know yet where it is. But... Ash is looking for this template <laughs> and she's sticking when to it. When you find this template, <laughs> let's post it on, on Instagram so that everybody can see. But um, Steph, I, I completely understand what you're saying and where you're coming from because this whole book we've been saying, it feels like she threw a whole bunch of shit together and she tried her best to kind of like sew it up 
and make it like seamless. But no, you can tell that these are different parts of different stories that are just not mixing together. And that's why everybody's so fucking lost. Well, I mean, everybody meaning us. I don't know about them bitches on Goodreads, but. (laughs) (laughs) It's also the fact that a lot of these characters aren't developed properly. They're not. The issue is, is like the first book we understood, you know, trying to build up characters and stuff. But at this point in this book, I should be attached to some characters. You know what I mean? Like not just Misha or Finn, but I should be attached to the main character for one, which I'm the protagonist. Yeah. Not. Yeah. And that's the thing too. Like I like Misha and I like Finn, but I'm not attached to them in any type of way. Right. I still want somebody to die. Let's spice this up. <gasps> oh, I almost <laughs> look. I almost goddamn dropped the bomb. <laughs> Don't shit. ruin it for me. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying. After the shit goes down with the high priestess, Juliana runs in. She thinks they did something to her mom. She tells them to go, but Finn confirms he's like Bree is a child of Maeve. She is our rightful queen. I'm gonna stop you right there because I heard the audio book. They said Mab, bitch. Mab. Oh, it's Mab? It is Mab. Okay. I am correct. Um, But yeah, so he he confirms that she's a child of Mab. Um, and then it was almost like, I don't know how to explain it, but when she walked out of there, the entire like earth and everything was like, queen, queen. Queen, yeah. Queen. The trees and shit. I know. And I was like, the fuck is this? Yeah. This bitch has been here for two books. Why are y'all now sitting here talking about Queen? Right. And on top of that, Preetha and Kane throwing themselves at her feet like, oh, we live to serve you. Were you not just trying to kill me two days ago? Right. I swear you're you're a fancy. I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. The tree's talking to her like she's fucking Pocahontas. (laughs) (laughs) No. Queen. Just around the river bend. Oh that was God, not, not sing with all the voices of the mountain, bitch. <laughs> it just, oh, shit. It, it just, it didn't, it didn't feel that way. Like, remember, like, um, you guys read the first book in From Blood and Ash, where mm-hmm. there was spectacle about her being potentially queen, and they were preparing for it, the way they treated her, and trying to just set this up, figure this out, because they're like, based on what we've witnessed so far, even if you're not, you're really fucking close to it. Or you're some descendant of some, you know what I'm saying? Some higher mm-hmm. power that is above us regardless. Like, this didn't have that effect where it was that buildup where all the characters were waiting for it and now they're all like bowing down because they're like, yes, you know, we found her. It didn't feel that way. If anything, it just felt like they were like, okay, well, one less person to kill. <laughs> you know, like... Because they are, you know, how many of them were going back and forth about, let's just kill them all and just give Finn the throne. That's exactly what I'm saying. It felt like the people that have been bullying her for two books are now like, oh, shit. I am so sorry. I I bow down to you. Please don't kill me. I worship you. Like, I was like, that was a really drastic change. It was. Their loyalty to Finn jumped ship. Like, they they were quick. So fast. Because before, that was the whole thing. They were like, we don't care who sits on that unseelie throne. We are loyalties to Finn. And now that she's been claimed queen, they're like, oh my God. I'm like, what? What, you, what happened to Finn? No. 
What happened to Abriella not knowing anything and not being prepared for the, the fight ahead? What happened to you're my king and I'll do anything to protect you. My loyalty is to you. Exactly. I would not want them motherfuckers by my side. No. Fired. Fired. Everyone. They quit to jump ship. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? Throughout this whole thing, the only one who was consistent is Finn because he was like, I fucking knew it. I knew she wasn't just some regular smuggler girl. From the get-go. And he always treated her as such. He always treated her like as if she wasn't regular. He was always trying to convince her to find out more about where her magic's coming from and how to control and stuff like that. Because he's like, nah, it's different. It's different. The only thing that he didn't expect was that she was an actual descendant of Mab. They thought that line died, died off. So when he, like, bowed down to her, I was like, he could do that. Like, because yeah. he knew but that everybody else, I was like, oh, kiss my ass. The funny thing is, even though he was super consistent, everybody kept trying to, to make him think twice. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Everybody was like, no, it's this, or no, it's that, or, you know, all this nice stuff. And he, he like, sat there and he's like, nah, no, 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 there's something different about her. It's, I like him as a character. She did him right. That one she did right, yeah. Kind of. I did have some issues with him later, but we'll talk about that. I think this chapter ends with Brie levitating, uh, Dua Lipa style. And yep. Yep. (laughs) And so that moves us into chapter 23. Apparently, uh, the portal is in the part of the land where you cannot access your magic. Surprise, surprise. Um, And nobody's happy. Well, Sebastian's not happy about it. Yeah, because he also won't be able to feel the bond there either. He's like, I see what you planning, Finn. I see you. You trying to fuck my bitch? <laughs> All the other bitches in the landing, you want my bitch. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that was very accurate, though. It is. <laughs> it is. It was the voice for me. The voice really just, it was A1. so yeah he caught on to that very fast he's not that dumb um and then also apparently to get to this portal and even while you're inside there's all types of monsters and creepy crawlies that could unalive you and i'm just like we'll see we'll see if you actually write it the way i think you're gonna write it but i don't think you will because everything just gets magically solved all the time um also juliana is at this meeting where they're talking about preparing to go and i'm like bitch didn't your mama just die (laughs) why why are you here and she was so mad about it too when finn and brie were there so i'm like what are you doing here you need to go home but you know that's just me i don't know she want to build her boo (sighs) (laughs) i'm not even gonna get into that um bash is also still refusing to dissolve the bond this was very, I didn't like this. It was, it was very weird and very cringy and very was, like yeah. giving off like mine vibes and not in the, not in the way that Luke was like, you are mine. Alpha male, feral way. Yeah. Not in the good way. No, no yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't giving it in the good way. Yeah. Cause when Luke says it, he's like, you are mine. I was like, yes. And I was like, yes, sir. Yes. Yes, yes sir. Yes. yes. I am. <laughs> Yeah. And Sebastian's like, you're mine. I was like, oh. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. I don't want it. I don't mm-hmm. want it. In, in, this, in this scene, I really 
was like, all right, you did good. Like she she decided to be upfront and be like, you still want to be bonded with me, even if I don't want to be bonded to you. And she was like, let me be clear, like, really, how fucking crazy are you right now? You know, and I, I just wish I was in the room when that happened. At this point, baby girl pulled out the guitar and was like, we are never, ever, ever <laughs> Like, let me make it 100% clear for you. <laughs> never oh gonna get God. it, never gonna get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And he still was standing there like, promise you'll give us a chance. Bro, I just told you knowing six different languages and saying three different songs. It's not happening. Yeah. No. That was, yeah, that was very cringeworthy. Because, like, she clearly said no. And he was like, well, you just haven't given us a chance. I'm telling you, I don't want to. What part of no don't you understand? No is a full sentence. Yeah, period T. <laughs> period T. Oh, pathetic. I think that's the end of 23, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The last sentence was, you're mine, Abriella. I found you first. Like, it was a competition. Oh, I'm so sorry. Is this a treasure hunt? Was this a race? <laughs> Like, let's be real. Like, he planned for her. He hunted her. He, he it, exactly. He's making it seem like it was this natural, and it wasn't. It was all pre-planned. It was premeditated. Yes. And if we want to get technical, yes, premeditated, bitch. And if we want to get That's technical, like- Finn said that he actually found her and he saw how miserable her life was and decided, like, okay, this isn't worth it. So technically, Finn could have found her before Sebastian found her. So you telling me it was a vampire diary situation where Damien found Elena first? Before... I ain't never seen that shit, but probably. You never seen that? <laughs> Neither have I, but you know, don't come for me. It's a good book. <laughs> it's a good book and a good show. Go at it. I might, I might, I might dabble, but I honestly do believe that Finn found her first and I wouldn't be surprised. Same. So we move on to chapter 24 and they hit the old dusty trail on their way to portal that the, um. Wait. Oh, what? Did we pass the scene? What scene? What scene? The scene? No, no, not it's yet. This chapter. Okay. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's actually it's chapter, chapter twenty five. It's chapter twenty five. Oh, okay. you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So damn, jumping ahead, bitch. We haven't gotten there yet. She's excited. What? I was like, all right. Take, <laughs> take, take them. Take the, all the wins you can. A win is a win. <laughs> a win is a, a win. So they hit the old dusty trail. And Finn tells Bree about the magic waters in the underworld that could dissolve her bond. I read that as she didn't need Sebastian there to do it. She did. She could just do it herself. Yeah, she could get into the water and be like, I want to dissolve the bond. And the water be like, okay. Okay, because that's how I read it. I was like, oh. I have a problem with all of these other solutions popping up when they weren't mentioned before. Because before they were like, no, this is the only way to do it. It's completely dangerous and you might die. But now, all of a sudden, there's an alternative option. I is for me. It just it's just there seems to be so many loopholes to this bond. Mm-hmm. Like you can transfer it over to somebody. Now you can dissolve it one sided if you wanted to. So like to me, I'm just kind of like for something that was supposed to be never undone, permanent. Some something that's supposed to be sacred, and yeah. yet there's so many ways to get rid of it. Like y'all might as well just got married and called it a day. Divorce would have been. Just as, just as fucking, (laughs) just as fucking uh, fast, I guess. But you know what? That's all Bree's fault. That is because she rushed into something that she didn't have to and had no business doing in the first place. 
At the end of the chapter, Lark appears in her dream again and gives her some helpful advice for what's to come in the underworld. Lark at this point also seems like she's going to be going into the long sleep. Uh, that I didn't see coming. And I was like, damn, like it's, it's, I, I paused for like a couple seconds and I was like, all right, moving on. <laughs> I heard it just because I was on the audiobook. I was like, oh, she sounds different. Oh, OK. Yeah. So it has more of a connection that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is at this point where I tried to listen to the audiobook, and I was just like it was at chapter 25, the one we're getting into now. And I couldn't stand the person that plays Brie and her voice for Finn. I was like, no, no, (laughs) (laughs) absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) We get into chapter 25. Of course, they try to kidnap Brie again and inject her with the stuff that makes her powerless. At this point, we're going for three, three times that she's almost been kidnapped now. Mm -hmm. Is it three? Is it two or three? three. It's three, I believe. And I'm just like, this is really getting fucking old. It's the same damn thing. (laughs) And of course, they don't actually take her because surprise, surprise, she pulls out some fucking fighting moves that we didn't even know she had because last that we read about, she sucked. She sucked at fucking physical combat. And now she's a sword. Who the fuck gave her a sword? Where did I miss that? Apparently she has a sword. Oh my God. And she's like, and I did this and I dipped under him and I cut him and I'm like, bitch, where did you learn to fight? I'm not going to lie. I was very confused when I read that. And I'm a person who loves battle scenes. Like I'm a your, yes, I'm your typical high fantasy lover. And I was like, where the fuck did this come from? Like it didn't it didn't it didn't <laughs> flow, you know? Yeah. She's fighting them off and then all of a sudden the backup comes and Finn's like, "Oh, I got here just in time. Why did you leave?" and blah 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 blah, blah and shit. I <laughs> You should see her right now. She has the shaking my head face. Palm to head. I have to pinch the bridge of my nose from the headache that I am getting from this fucking load of horse shit. (laughs) Why? Ash is so calm. We love her. It's because I, you know, when you, you disconnect from a book, (laughs) like, the, the book, the book don't give, it don't bring me any enjoyment. It don't bring me any like, oh my God, oh my God. Like I'm at the point where I'm like, the only thing that brought me that like, oh, let me keep, you know, um, flipping through the pages was in the next chapter. <sighs> okay. Let me try this again. They're fighting. <laughs> the fighting stops. They've won because there's never any real conflict in this book. And yeah, after that, Kane and the other guy, I don't even know his name. I don't fucking care. They leave because they're injured, whatever. Finn and Bree continue the trek on their own. They get to the point where, you know, you can't access your magic. Therefore, the bond cannot be felt. And Finn takes full advantage of that. Finn was quick. Finn yeah. was quick about it. He was like, you can't feel nothing? No, bet. You can't feel bad? Oh, <laughs> he was like, oh, that's an off. I was like, oh, okay. Right. Which leads me to my earlier point. Like, he was just like, I'm a man of honor. And I don't want you while you can feel the bond and be with him. Like, I want you all to myself. Yeah, here you are, dicking her down, my man. But he had her all to himself. But he was resisting. Like, even then still, he was like, no, and I didn't, I still didn't want it this way. And she was like, determined, especially in the audiobook shit, you can hear her. She was determined. She was like, I'm going to get this like, D listen. tonight. Yeah, she was like, <laughs> I need a dick down right now, right now. <laughs> It's gonna happen. We got a busy day tomorrow. We don't know if we're gonna survive. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, oh shit. Um, so yeah, that happens. I also didn't like the way that was written. Like, it feels like she's trying to straddle between YA and adult. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch, they are fucking. You need to go adult. I, I need to I need to read what is happening here. I don't want insinuations. Is this book labeled as new adult because of this scene? I don't I don't know. I thought it was YA. It is YA. So it's YA even with the I mean, granted, this scene isn't as explicit as some of the smutty stuff that I read, but still that's this what, was that's pretty... what I'm saying. Like, but it's like it shouldn't be YA if there's a like no a sex scene. It like you're writing a sex scene. It's not like, oh, we kissed and he undid his pants and then fade to black in the next morning. Like, no, she's no, talking this... about he dove into me multiple times. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just like, okay, talking... so if you're gonna go that route. I need you to be a little, just a tad bit more explicit. Yeah, they they were talking about all types of stuff, like in this thing, rocking hips, and nipples, and yeah, she for some reason she really likes her nipples getting bit up. I'm like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I'm oh, sensitive. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you got it. Go ahead. Um, so that happens. It's weird to me at this point. They have gone like a whole day. And she still has not said anything about Lark falling into the long sleep. It's not what's on her mind right now. I dig, get it. <laughs> her mind. <laughs> That's what was on her mind. I get it. But it's like, you're trying to portray her as this character who's like so concerned about the, the, the dying children or whatever like that. And Lark being one of them who is technically like her friend, I guess you call Preetha a friend, her friend's daughter, who has been warning Bree about like all this stuff throughout two books like they're very close but you don't tell anybody that this is happening to her i thought about that when i was listening to it. i thought that was going to be the first thing she said when she saw finn's face like right it just it didn't it didn't um mm-hmm. it wasn't realistic yeah it wasn't realistic thank you for somebody who's like being portrayed as this girl who's completely selfless the click ain't clicking like i <laughs> my <laughs> my brain is like no girl <laughs> Click ain't clicking. Why you do that though? <laughs> it's the way you like click ain't click. The, the, the click ain't click like it's little <laughs> wheels turned in my head. Like it's not. Oh <laughs> the Rubik's cube ain't Cuban. Like I, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not doing it. Yeah, but she didn't say anything until the end of chapter twenty-five, and she told Finn. I think it was like the next day, or was it after they had sex, or was it the next day? I can't remember. Nope. It was after they had sex. Yeah. After all of the and, stuff that they saw. what like, a way to kill the fucking mood. Right. Dude. The afterglow. Like, I would gone. rather you... Right. Like, <laughs> he literally busted a nut and then she's like, by the way, your niece is going to die. Bitch, what? <laughs> Why did you mention this? <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was a problem for me. So, <laughs> I think that was the end of chapter 25, if I'm not mistaken. Basically, yeah. Yeah, so that's where we're at. So then they end up in chapter 26. I forgot we're going into chapter 26. Sorry, go ahead. They end up in chapter 26, and this is where they get to officially meet Mav. I don't know about you guys, but it was just a lot of overload for me. Yeah. It was a lot of information I was reading, and I was like, okay. It was like, um, I don't know. It was her way of, again, giving away information. Uh, but doing it in that way that we like don't like. Mm-hmm. And then she was trying to make Mav seem like she was like speaking in riddles and like also being wise. And I'm just like, I just tell me what the fuck I need to know so I can get the fuck out of here. But she didn't really give them. Well, I mean, she essentially said she would have became Faye regardless. That was the okay. That was the part that really pissed me off. 
The moment she turned 18, she she would have became Faye. Yeah. So apparently Queen Ray, whatever the fuck her name was, it was like the last of Mab's line. Everybody got killed off. She sent her daughter to live in the Fey realm, but she changed her to be human from Faye to be human. So she went and lived her life in the human realm. And then she was like, oh, when the chosen one comes about, her Fey magic will take over and she'll become Fey again. So not everybody, just the chosen one. Right. And then apparently her mom knew about this the whole time. And I'm like, okay. And so did Oberon. And so did Oberon. When, well, he found out when she was, um, I think when she was dying, he found out yeah. the truth. But I'm like, her mom knew this information and then left to protect her. Where did she go again? Did they ever explain where her mom went? No, right? They just said she dipped. I think they said that she left to protect her. Like, oh, no, 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 no. I think they said that she went to a fairy to cast a spell over her to protect her until her 18th birthday or whatever like that. But my thing yeah. is, if your mom already knew all the ins and outs of this little, like, thing, Mab was saying she was already protected. She was already hidden. So why the fuck did you leave to now put an extra added protection spell on her when she was already hidden from plain view until her 18th birthday? I'd... Confusion. It don't make any sense. Like, she, it, it sounded like she needed an excuse for the mother to be absent. Mm-hmm. And that was the only excuse she could come up with. Yeah. Maybe. Because we were expecting her to appear in some way, shape, or form. We were. We were. Because after they were like, you left, to, or she left to protect her, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But now in this book, you're telling me that she was already protected by whatever spell had been cast. And her mom yeah. knew this. And then still, le- like, I'm, no, Lexi. Yeah. And, like, the mothers talked about very often like she is significant but to not have her make like an appearance in some way it's it's just like whoa it's it's frustrating doing because you know you're trying to put the pieces of the puzzle together but it always comes back to her it always comes back to Mm -hmm. the mom as being the only one who truly knows like what happened when yeah yeah i don't know guys yeah that just pissed me off to no end we also find out that like bonded pair can sit on the throne as long as it's solidified by the river of ice okay which it's just i don't know like at this point i'm like right she's like this is your options permanently solidify your bond or have bash sacrifice himself and kill the queen and i'm like both of these options are trash i stopped trying to make sense of it i was just like all right i guess whatever and finn is really upset by this (laughs) when finn talks about when they confirm that he's tethered to her and all that and she's like well can tethered people be bonded and he's like well i mean you can choose to be bonded whoever you want it's just is it the smart choice because tethered people are supposed to be there to protect you our power is like feeds off of each other bonding puts that at risk so i don't know i kind of wanted to know what you guys thought about them after knowing that they're tethered you know take the romantic part out of it you know what i mean like do you think that their romance is worth it for them to to bond? Or do you think that she's still better off by herself ruling on her own? This bitch doesn't need to be bonding with any fucking body. She already got into a bond because of her irrational fucking decisions that she's now trying to get out of. She don't need to be bonded to no fucking body. Like, you don't jump out of a bond and then immediately jump into another fucking bond. That's like you were in a relationship, broke up, jumped right back into another relationship. Why? For what? For what? What is the reason? I feel like it'll put Finn at risk because she can't control her power as is. Yeah, like she's pulling power from him. When they bond, though, she said that he'll be able to pull power from her, too. But it's like, y'all are going to be 
like it's going to be a tug of war. This is what I'm saying. It it seems like it'll not benefit him at all, other than other having the advantage of being bonded to someone. But they're going to be so intertwined. Like I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. No, it didn't make sense to me either. But it also didn't make sense for me when she was like, "Oh yeah, go down the river of ice. You two will be permanently, permanently bonded." Because apparently you're not permanently bonded now. And both of your lives will become one. So if he dies, you die and shit like that. I'm like, how's that beneficial? It's not. (laughs) So she's not happy with either of these choices. And during this whole thing too, the lines were so goddamn repetitive. Like she could not find a different way to say the same shit to save her life. I need her to up her game a lot. Is this a trilogy? No, thank God. It's a duology. The story is over. If it is a trilogy, I will not be reading that piece of shit. I didn't even want to read this book. <laughs> She's coming for them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just, it's not, it's not, it's not giving. And it hasn't give. And I just, I'm so over it. Like the amount of times I, I read two lines, put the book down, I rolled. Picked it up, tried to read a, a paragraph, put the book down again, I rolled. Because this shit is so frustrating. And there's better things that I could be doing with my time. I actually made a list. I made a list of things that I would rather do than read this book. (laughs) Number one, have explosive diarrhea. Number two, jump into shark infested waters. Read Addie LaRue twice. Okay. (laughs) And go to a math convention. (laughs) Those are all very painful, boring things that I would rather do than read this fucking book. Another thing that I'm trying to like redirect this back. <laughs> another, <laughs> I'm trying to redirect this back so we can finish the chapter and be done. So another thing is, uh, Mab confirms if Brie accepts darker Brie, like shadow Brie, then she will serve her. Which then I'm like, okay, so that's a part of her abilities. It's not just another. I don't know. Like to me, I was like, okay, great. Um, and I can't get into all the information that's like being given because I'm not, I'd rather read from Blood and Ash all over again than this shit. I'd rather be put in Poppy and, and Cass's shit. Yeah. Agreed. Oh, and then at the end, because some more shit has to happen to make it extra dramatic, the portal closes as they're trying to get out. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Okay. We're stuck. We're stuck in the underworld. That's Yay. fine with me. That's fine with me. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. So that's where we end. <sighs> Y'all got any predictions? <laughs> somebody has to die. Well, according to Morgan's reaction, somebody obviously does. She's like, I'm, I don't want to give anything away. I will say, I don't want to drop the bomb. I will say that something happens. Don't um, give me a clue. I'm not going to give you a clue. I'm not going to give you a clue. That's why I'm just saying something happens. That's it. Because okay. I want to I want to go into depth on it in the next episode. Yeah, we're definitely <laughs> finishing this book. In the next. next episode, yeah. With that being said, we want to say thank you guys for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Peace.